Blog Talk Radio. Stevie B's Media Production is a part of the Shellcaster Network. The proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ by members of the Churches of Christ. With your host, Stevie R. Butler, you're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Gospel Light Radio Show. I'm your host this evening, Stevie R. Butler, from the state of North Carolina, with my co-host, Glenn McMillian, from the state of Texas, Courtney Carruthers, from the state of Illinois, Steve Cordell, from the state of Illinois, Dr. Frank Washington, from the state of Florida, Clay Phillips, from the state of Georgia, Brian Christian Coleman, from the state of New Jersey, Robert Lee Johnson, from the state of Florida, and John Rowe, from the state of Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just grateful for the if you're tuning into our radio broadcast this evening, this radio show is brought to you by loving and faithful members of the Churches of Christ. And we ask you to take out your Bibles and study along with us. We have a very exciting show planned for your spiritual enlightenment and your edification. If you'd like to contact us while we're on the air this evening, just give us a call to the live show at 713-955-0508. Or you can go to the Blog Talk Radio website and listen to the show live there. There are over 1,700 shows that are live that are airing on Blog Talk Radio at this hour. And you will find this show consistently being on the first few pages of that website. There are 10 shows per page, and you will find this show tonight on page two. Isn't that a blessing? So God is truly blessing us to be able to broadcast these shows to his glory over the airwaves. So we're certainly grateful. And if you have any questions or comments for any of my co-hosts, you can send your emails to my new email address, butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com, or you can call me at Stevie B's Media Production Studio at Carol- Carolina Studio at 910-491-6405. Now, again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ. And if you need any assistance in locating the congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, get out your Bibles and stand along with us here on the Gospel Light Radio Show. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Before we go into our program for this evening, I would ask you to bow with me in a word of prayer that we may thank God for this opportunity. Our most kind, gracious, loving Heavenly Father, the Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to go through the various activities of the day. And placing it on our hearts that we are on this broadcast and we're prepared now to present a portion of your holy and divine word. Father, we pray that you will be my co-host, Clay Phillips, on the show this evening as he breaks unto our listeners the bread of life. And we pray that you will be with his family that support his efforts that he may continue to sow the seed 
of the kingdom. Father, we pray that you will bless our listeners who are tuning in via blog talk radio as well as through social media. We pray that they may listen well, and that they may consider their eternal stance before you and their hearts may be pricked. And it will cause them to ask the question, what must I do to be saved? Father, we thank you so much for sending the only begotten son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, to die such a cruel death on Calvary's cross. We recognize that without such a sacrifice, we would not have a hope of eternal life. Father, even now, we ask you to forgive us for the transgressions of our own heart. We know our flesh is weak, and we often fall short of thy will. Father, we pray that you will continue to bless us and keep us and love us all the days of our lives. And if we have been faithful unto death, Father, we pray that you will save us. For it's in Christ's name we do ask it all. Amen. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the broadcast. We have one speaker on the show tonight, my dear brother Clay Phillips from the Rose City Church of Christ there in Thomasville, Georgia. He'll be making his proclamation of the gospel of Christ. Open up your Bibles now and open your minds and let's have a great show. After the break, the next one should be that of my co-host, Clay Phillips. Enjoy the show. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show.
listening to the gospel light radio show give your attention to the proclamation of the gospel of jesus christ now my co-host clay phillips and his subject under protective custody good evening once again i am so thankful that god allowed me to be able to come and preach and teach his unadulterated truth i want to thank steve for the marvelous job He's doing in helping spread the gospel. Jesus told his disciples, go into all the world and preach the gospel. And so what we're trying to do, we're trying to preach the gospel to those that might not have heard um, the word of God, the gospel. And I want to say I am minister of the Road to the Church of Christ here in Thomasville, Georgia, where I have been laboring for 39 years. And God has been good to us, my wife and I, and the Rose City Church of Christ family. We are a Bible-believing church. We believe in speaking what the Bible speaks and being silent with the Bible is silent. We are a church bound for heaven. We're not guessing that we're going. We know that we are going to heaven. But Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And I want to say to all of uh, those the ministers that are participating, and we just thank God that uh, we have ministers and uh, preachers teaching the Word of God here on Block Talk Radio Show. I'm privileged to be uh, the only speaker tonight, so I'm going to take my time. Uh, I have a segment that I do from time to time on on, this, on Saturday, Take Your Time Preacher. And so I'm going to take my time, a preacher, on this evening. Now, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Samuel, chapter 22. I want to commence reading at verse 1 and terminate at verse 5. That's 1 Samuel, to 22, commencing with verse 1 and terminating at verse number 5. And we find these words written, David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave Adullam. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down hither unto him. And everyone that was in distress, and everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was in discontent, gathered themselves unto him. And he came, a captain over them. And there were with him about 400 men. 
And David went thence to Mizpah of Moab, and he said unto the king of Moab, Let my father and my mother, I pray thee, come forth and be with you till I know what God will do for me. And he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with him all the while that David was in the hold. And the prophet Gad said unto David, Abide not in the hold. Depart, get thee into the land of Judah. Then David departed and came into the forest of Harath. Thus is the reading of our scripture. I'm doing a series of lessons. I've done a series of lessons. This is a five-point sermon, a series of lessons, a five-point sermon that I did on under protected custody. And so I'm not going to be able to do all five sermons tonight, but I'm going to do one, uh, the introductional sermon to the text. And what I want to do, first of all, I want to give us the homiletics, uh, three homiletics, and then I'm going to give you the target of the text. And we're not going to be able to do all the exegetical studies that we would like homonutically explain in the contextual order. But what I want to do is let us look, first of all, at understanding the, being under protected custody. Look at verse number three and verse four of the text. It says, David went thence to Mitzpah of Moab, and he said unto the king of Moab, let my father and my mother, I pray thee, come forth and be with you till I know what the Lord will do for me. So David asking the king of uh, 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 Moab, he's asking him to keep my family <laughs> up under protected custody. Now, there is a difference between protected custody and witness protection. Witness protection is you wish to cooperate. You want to cooperate. You you are um, demanded to cooperate, but you are afraid to cooperate. And so witness protection is you know something that somebody wants to kill you. You know something that somebody wants to destroy you. And so here, uh, protected custody is, it is determined. In other words, the detention of a person for their own protection uh, because they want to. <laughs> you remember Paul said at first in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God under salvation to the Jews first and also to the Greek. Paul said, listen, I am under protective custody. I'm not afraid. Now, under witness protection, uh, those that are under witness protection are afraid. Because, uh, why? Because you remember Jesus told his disciples, he said, I'm going to listen, fellas. I'm going to send you out amongst wolves. You're going to be like sheep amongst wolves. And they're going to hunt you. They're going to want to kill you. They're going to destroy you. But now, notice now, 
encouraging, turn to Second uh, Timothy. Everybody turn the Bibles now to Second Timothy, chapter one. Second Timothy chapter one, and the verse is number seven. Second Timothy chapter one, and the verse is number seven. Let's let's read verse six, and then we we'll go to verse seven. Notice what it says here. It says, "Wherefore I put thee in remembrance." So here Paul is taking talking to Timothy. In other words, he's letting Timothy know, listen, you're not under witness protection. You, you, you're under uh, protected custody. There's a differentiation. In other words, God is not going to stop folks from talking about you, criticizing you. You're going to be in some serious stuff because folks want to kill you. Jesus was the son of God and they killed him. He was not in protected. He was not in witness protection. He was in protected custody, because there, God said, "Listen, even in the Old Testament, He says you, uh, He said you should bruise His head. He shall bruise your head." Genesis chapter three verse fifteen. But also, He said, "Not one bone <laughs> shall be broken in His body." Why? Because He is under protected custody. The Apostle Paul said. The young preacher in Second Timothy chapter one verse number six. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the put it on of my hand. And the Apostle Paul, uh, the apostles uh, had the ability to lay hands and, and distribute it. Uh, the baptismal manger of the Holy Spirit. But those that died, that was it. Notice now, it says, which is in thee by the putting on of my hand. But notice in verse number seven. He says, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power <laughs> and of love and a sound mind. So the apostle Paul, he addresses Timothy. He said, Timothy, you got everything you need. You are in protected custody. You got everything you need. You're in protected custody. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Now, he's given us this power and a sound mind. Now, now what do you mean by sound mind? Listen, it is in us. Because you back up to verse number six again, it says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance. Remember this now. That by stirring up to the gift that's in us, it is like a fireplace. And when sometimes the fire go out, <laughs> then you have to stir it up, put fresh wood on it, and it'll start back up. Sometimes when we go through this life, we go through some struggling times. We go through some hard times. We lose loved ones. We lose jobs. We are destitute. We are in debt. We go through some hard times, dirt and endeavor. And so sometimes things get so difficult. Uh, we need to stir up. So the Apostle Paul tells Timothy, he said, listen now, just because you are in protected custody doesn't mean you're not going to have some hard times. He said, stir up the gift of God, which is in thee, by the putting on my hand. So we have not the spirit of fear, <laughs> but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So now let's look at uh, protected custody. Now, when you look at protected custody, 
protected custody is, listen, listen, let me say this again. It is the, the detention of, listen, the detention of a person for their own protection. So God has given us protected custody in uh, the church. Now, now I'm going to give you, uh, let, me, let me hit this point right quick. Like, the cave that David is in is a type of the church. So David, remember this, so we're going to come to this later on in the message. David is in the cave that is the type of the church up under protected custody. So the church is our protected custody while we are here on this earth. Let the Bible speak, Brother Philip. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The gates of hell, we are under protected custody in the church. There's a church. That's what Paul said. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God on the salvation. Everyone that believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So here we find that we must understand that we are under protected custody. Now, let me let me help us out right quick, like bring us up in the introduction. Now, first of all, we must understand under protected custody is first of all what God protect us from, most of all, listen, listen, come to me. What God protect us most of all is from ourselves. <laughs> Your worst enemy is yourself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his own steps. You can't do it. You cannot. It is not in us. God said, uh, listen, we must understand that is, I am my worst enemy as long as I am in this world. Now, let me give you the three homiletics. Uh, first of all, let me give you the three homiletics. Number one is what we are protected from. Let's listen to what we are protected from. Number one, we are protected from the description of sin. Of apostasy. Now, apostasy is simply means uh, the digression from the Word of God. And every time man tried to do, go out on his own, he digressed from the Word of God. You, there's no way. And so here is God. So let me look out for you because you need to understand that uh, you can't guide your own feet. You can't guide your own step. Peter said, Lord, uh, you don't know. I, I, I'm not going to leave you. <laughs> everybody else is going to leave you, but I'm not. I'm going to say everybody's side. He said, Peter, shut out. Please, man. He said, for the night in, the chicken ain't going to crawl three times and you're going to deny me. Peter! Look at it, denying it. Then he do it. And so here, uh, the first thing you must understand is from uh, protect the country that we are 
We are protected custody. God, Jesus Christ, blood protect us from the description of sin. Turn to Second uh, Thessalonians, First Thessalonians, excuse me, First Thessalonians. The chapter is number five. First Thessalonians chapter five, and I want to commence reading at verse twenty-one. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty-one. We find these words written. It says, prove all things, hold fast to that which is good. The thing about to be, whether you are a uh, on the witness protection or on the protective custody, you need to prove it. So it says, prove all things, hold fast to that which is good. Notice what it says in verse 22 of 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 22. It says, abstain from all, I mean, every form of, abstain from all, every form of appearance of evil. So here we find, remember now, Roman 1, homiletically, we are protected from the description of sin. So what is the description of sin? The Apostle Paul said to the church at Thessalonica, he said, listen, he said, the very appearance of evil, you, you know what it looked like. Because God put Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. The Bible says, it told us that the tree that is in the midst of the God, thou shall not eat of it. Now, somewhere, somewhere here, Satan had entrapped a woman to go look at it. And so this is where the, the danger came about. The very appearance of evil. And so then he goes to says, verse number 23, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved, <laughs> blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are under protected custody in the body of Christ, in the church of Christ. Woo! <laughs> Look at it. Look, look at God now. He says in verse 24, Faithful is he that cometh or calleth you who also will do it. Jesus is doing it now. We are under protected custody. Let, let, let me show you. Let me show you something. Else. So what are we protected from? First John. First John in the flesh. First John, the chapter is 2. Let me show it to you. First John, chapter 2. And the verses 15. First John chapter 2 and the verses number 15. And we find these words written. Notice what it says. They love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Then he gives us the description of sin. He gives us the description of apostasy, of sin. Notice what he said. For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh. You can see the flesh. <laughs> this flesh is, is, is something to deal with. This flesh is a struggle all our lives. We have to struggle with the flesh. David said, uh, in sin did my mother conceive me. He's saying, listen. And the day I was born, I, I wasn't born in sin. But the day I was born, I was born to sin. I was born for sin. Let me explain. 
Uh, there's a word called anesthetical. Anesthetical is fork, knife, and spoon. They are anesthetical to one another. Fork, knife, and spoon, anesthetical. When you look at them as anesthetical, then, uh, speaking, a fork is made to pick up. A knife is made to cut. A spoon is made to scoop, anesthetically. Now, when you buy brand new spoons and forks and knives, they are not dirty. But when you use them, they become used material. God said, <laughs> watch this now. Uh, the flesh, when you was born, was born clean, but you were made to scoop. You were made to cut. You were made to stick. Anesthetically, David said, I was conceived in my mother's womb. God made me, but when I was born, I was, I was born to have the tendency woo, to sin. It was inevitable that I was born to sin. And so here the Bible says in 1 John chapter 2, for all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye and the pride of life. It's not of the Father, but of the world. And the world passes away. He said, I want you to understand something now. And the world passes away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Now, where are we going to be able to abide forever? God has prescribed for us the body of Christ, the church. Now, remember now, in Romans 15 and 4, the Bible says those things are written aforetime was written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the Scripture, might have hope. So now, the, the understand, David in the cave, um, we're going to get there eventually, it might not be right, but David in the cave is a representation of the, the church. The church is where God have provided the inevitable. <laughs> Notice what it says. Uh, no, I'm going to read it again. It says, and the world passed away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. The cave, the body of Christ, the word church comes to be with ecclesia, to mean to call out. We are, listen, we are under the church is where he's coming right for. He's not coming up anything else. That's why Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. When once the long servant of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a preparing, where they few, that is, eight souls were saved by water. The light figure, baptism, does not also save us. Where was protected custody in mode in, in Noah days? I told Noah, build it up. Noah, build it up. Noah, build it up. Noah built it took Noah 120 years. Now, understand this. Noah uh, was in the ark. God closed the door. God protected, put Noah in and the animals in protected custody. Because see, Noah. It's not about things uh, going through the storm. It's about are you prepared for the storm? Listen, let, let, me, let, me, let me help you out. Let me help everybody out. 
Because a lot, a lot of folks think that, hey, man, we're gonna, it's going to get better. Listen, no, 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 no. You better, let, let me wake you up. Things are not going to get better. It's going to get worse. So the Bible says, my Bible says now, as it were, in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man returned. It didn't get better. It didn't 400,000 get in the ark. It didn't get better. They didn't stop lying. They didn't stop stealing. They didn't stop doing what was wrong. The Bible says, Jesus once said this now, as it were in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man come again. Let, 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 let me show you something. Look at uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Folks, we're living in some dangerous times. It's not, I, I hate to tell you, but it's, it, I hate to tell you, but I got to tell you, it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. Listen, uh, it's not, um, Georgia is not going to get better. Alabama is not going to get better. New York is not, none of it. 50 state America is not going to get better. I don't care what you say, how you say it, it's not going to get better. But brother, brother, what? no, no, no. Because men do not want to be under protected custody. So notice what it says in now. It says, now, now, now this, uh, this Bible, this is not Brother Philip. In the last days, brothers' times to come, dangerous times to come. Notice what it says. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covious, posters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers. Accusers, incontent, fears, despisers of those that are good, traitors, petty, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. You don't want to be in protected custody. Here we find the Bible is teaching us that it's going to get worse. Things are going to get, get, get terribly wrong. So listen, let, let, let me say this. Noah built an ark. Now, Noah, understand this now. It was only eight souls saved. Noah went through the same storm that everybody else went through. But the differentiation in Noah in doing the storm was that he was in the ark. So it is not about whether or not the storm is going to come, because the storm is going to come. It's not about whether the world is going to end up like the Bible said. Jesus already has said that these things are going to happen. He says, but now the, the differentiation is, are you prepared for the storm? The thing that we must understand is preparation. So when we look, when we get to uh, David in the cave, it's all about preparation. Are, are you prepared for the storm? So the church, the purpose of the church, it is to put us under protected custody to prepare us 
for our new heaven and home. Somebody ought to say amen up in here. Let the Bible speak, Brother Philip. See, the church is here, put us under and protected custody. Because when you look at, when we look back at the hermeneutical study of First Samuel, chapter 22, when we look at it, get to that point, we're going to notice that David went in the cave, and the Bible says he looked for a place. So it was in the cave, he looked for a place for protected custody for his family. So the church is our protected custody. That's the reason why we are adamant about going out, sharing the gospel, telling people, you must hear the word. You must believe it. You must repent of your sins. You must confess. You must be baptized in the Christ. Why? Because that puts you in protected custody. When Christ comes back, he's coming back for his church. Nothing else. So if you're not in the church, you're not under protected custody. You are in witness protection. You're going to witness it. <laughs> because the rich man, listen, the rich man, the Bible says that Lazarus died and went to Abraham's bosom. The rich man died as well and ended up in the hidden world. Uh, now, the rich man could witness. He said, listen, see Lazarus over there. Send him to dip his finger in the water to cool my tongue. I, he could witness. Not only that, he said, listen, listen, Abraham, I got five brothers, just as hard-headed as I was, just as evil as I was, just as mean-spirited as I was, just as depraved as I was, just as caught up into this world's good as I was. They just like me. They come into this place. Please send Lazarus back to tell them they don't need to come here. They need to be protected in custody. Don't come here. And he said, listen. Got the prophet there. Moses, if they don't hear them, they're not going to hear anybody. I want the company there. And so here we find that the Bible plainly teaches us that number one, the number one, from the one is that protected custody, into protected custody, under protected custody, number one, help keep us from the destruction, or the description, rather, of sin, uh, lust of the flesh. Pride of life and lust of eyes. And then number two, it keeps us from the dreadful doom of apostasy. Un- it, 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 see, that's why I am encouraged to be in Christ, to be in the body of Christ, to be in the church of Christ, the pillow ground of the truth, to help me to understand that, listen, it protects me from the dreadful doom of apostasy. In other words, uh, there are there are people that are that came in the Christ. Now the danger come about is when you come to Christ and you leave abandoned. Then there is an, an abandonment. It is a danger to abandon the body of Christ, the church of Christ, to leave nobody on the ark left the ark. I didn't find his way. No one boy said, open the, open the window and let me out. I don't care how bad the church might look. 
What going on in the church? The, the ark had stink animals in there. Almost a year, they were in the ark, in protected custody. And don't you know that no one get off the ark? Not a one. Now, there was some trying to get in the ark. <laughs> there were many trying to get into the ark, but no one got out of the ark. Look at God. So, so here we find that there are those, it is surprising, that they are, they are abandoning the church. There are people that are doing what they want to do. Now, let, let, let me show you something. Turn to Luke. Everybody turn that Bible to Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. And I want to commence reading at verse 57. Luke chapter 9 and the verse number 57. This is what the Bible says there. Luke 9 and 57. Now, so remember now, the first uh, homiletic is, number one, protect uh, custody, protect us from the description of sin. Uh, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. Number two, protect the custody, protect us from the dreadful doom of abandonment. That there are those that have the audacity to get mad with church members and and leave the church. <laughs> you, you, you got some kind of nerve. Jesus Christ is the head of the church. He's the head of the body. I know there are those that want to be the hand or they want to be the feet, but he said, listen, don't go with that argumentation, that argumented attitude. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm gone. Wherever you go, you're going to find that there are, and Judas, the devil, wicked folks, hard-headed people, everywhere you go. It doesn't make any where you go, what church you go to. It is not in the membership. It is the ark, the ark. It is the church, and the church, uh, the ark is a representation of the church. And so how can you abandon, listen, this is what Jesus said about abandonment. Let's talk about abandonment just a few minutes. The Bible says in verse, uh, Luke chapter 9, verse 57, and it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whatsoever thou goest. Wow. And Jesus said unto him, Fox have holes, birds have nests, but the Son of Man have nowhere to lay his head. Do you recognize that uh, I'm not here on this earth to start a family in the sense of the word physical family? My whole objective is different from what you're thinking. I'm here to put you under protected custody. Notice verse number 2, 59. And he said unto another, he then looked over and said, hey, hey, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go to my, and bury my father. <laughs> that that seems like a very animate idea. Let me bury my father. He said unto, unto him, let the dead bury the dead. But go down and preach. Woo! The kingdom of God. He said, Jesus, wait a minute. Do you understand? But it's going to protect you from abandoning the church. But it's going to protect you from uh, being lost in the last days. Hellfire, damnation, 
What will protect you is the preaching of the kingdom of God. Then he says, and another said to him, Lord, I will follow thee. But he first go, let me bid, me bid my family farewell. I got to go to my own house. Now notice verse 2. And Jesus said unto him, no man, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is not fit for the kingdom of God. You're not fit to be under protected custody. In other words, when you so when Father, when God the Father, see only let me tell you a secret. Can I come here? Come here. Let me tell you. Only God the Father know when Jesus Christ is coming back. None of us know. But see, the church is the place of protected custody. And if you forget that, man, what is wrong with us is in the church. Salvation is in the church. Jesus Christ came down to 42 generations to establish the church. Okay. Notice what verse 62. He says, no, what I want you to notice now, it says, and look back in order to abandon. If, if you can come and be here, believe, repent, confess, and be baptized, and then you have the audacity to abandon the church because uh, they don't do it. They ain't doing it right in there. I don't like the way he preached. He ain't no good. They ain't helping nobody. I ain't going back up in there. But go to hell. I mean, just go to the lake then. You know where you're going? You're going to hell. Mean. You're going to abandon the church? Then nobody get off the ark on how sick it was. I don't care what nobody says to do. I'm not leaving the church. The Bible says the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Now, I don't care what you say, what you think. Because Paul said, listen, oh, wretched man that I am. I know I ain't that. I'm not your savior. Nobody up in this church is your savior. We all are under protected custody. Hello? So the Bible says, so when, now, now what I'm going to do is you get etymologically study the word fit. The word fit here etymologically means to be suitable for or usable. So God is saying, listen, if you are not in the church, I can't use you. <laughs> Woo! I, I can't use you. I fit for heaven. Now, what do you mean by I can't use you? He, he, what he's saying is, he's saying, one who make life greater priority, this is what he's saying. Listen, listen, write this down. One who make life, one who make life the greater priority of God's work is not fit for the kingdom of heaven. What do you mean? If you think your job is more important than coming to worship. If you think that uh, where you live, what political party you're a member of, are you Democrat or Republican? If you think that, because a lot of people are abandoning the church and think they are following Jesus Christ, and actually they are abandoning the church. That, that's what happened to uh, God's people. When Jesus came on the scene, everybody, had abandoned the church. Even uh, the 
The Bible even teaches that Samaritan knew the doctrine. Jesus met the woman in the well. He said, uh, give me water because she said, you're a Jew. Why are you asking me? He said, now, if you know who you're talking to. So what the Bible says, if you know who you're talking to, if you know that to be under protected custody, there's no way you would listen to anybody talk that noise and cause you to leave the church. Now, number, Roman number three. I'm getting there. I told y'all I'm going to be finished this, but I'm, I'm getting there where I need to be. Roman number three is that what are we protected from, Brother Phillips? Number, number one, from the description of sin, of apostasy. That is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Number two, we are protected from the dreadful doom of abandonment. How can anybody abandon the word of God? The Bible is talking about uh, in Hebrews 13, it talked about Moses. You remember? It talked about Moses. It said when Mo- Moses brought all those people to the wilderness, and when they got to the wilderness, you know what they had? They had an insurrection <laughs> against Moses. They had an insurrection against Moses. The Bible says that they went against Moses, and they were mad, and said, you should have left us in Egypt. What? I cannot believe you guys. Are you serious? Moses have brought you across the Red Sea. You've seen all these miracles. And God said, listen, if I didn't take pity on them. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Let, let, let me, I better read that then, y'all. Y'all, y'all let y'all want to believe this. Turn to Hebrews chapter 13. Let me read it to you then. Hebrews chapter uh, Hebrews chapter 3. Uh, let's look at uh, chapter 3 because it takes take me too long. If I'm measuring uh, chapter 13, Hebrews chapter 3 and the verses number 7, Hebrews 3, 7. It says, wherefore, as the Holy Spirit saith today, if ye hear his voice, if you hear his voice. See, the thing is that he's telling us, the, the writer of Hebrews, we don't know who the author is, the writer of Hebrews is telling us, listen, it is an opportunity for you to hear Brother Phillips. See, what, what, what uh, Brother uh, Stephen is doing, he's giving you the opportunity to hear the Word of God. He's giving you the opportunity. He's giving you, because it, 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 I got to read some of uh, Hebrews 10, because I got I to show this. Because he's giving you, if Hebrews 10 it turned to Hebrews 10, I'll come back there. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 32. This, this is what our brother Steve is doing by allowing us to preach to you. Now, you remember now in, in chapter 3, verse number 7, it says, Wherefore, as the Holy Spirit said, today, if you hear his voice, it is an opportunity to hear his voice. But notice now, but what this opportunity is about is found, notice now, in verse number uh, 32. Notice verse 32. It says, call to remembrance the former days. So here, the Bible, the Hebrew writer said, listen, the reason why we preach to you, the reason why we're telling you is because it reminds you of the former days. What happened in the former days? All right, this is what happened in the former days, in which after you were, notice what it says, illuminated. The word illuminated here 
is the same terminology as gospel light. <laughs> Let the Bible speak, Brother Philip. The, the word illuminated here, etymologically means the gospel light. And all but Steve did is at the gospel light radio show. Booyah! <laughs> so here we find illumination. You endured a great fight of affliction. So let's go back to Hebrews chapter 3, verse number 8. Notice what it says. It says, harden not your heart as in the provocation. The word provocation means insurrection. We are living in some dangerous times. We're living in some struggling times. Now, now, now listen to this. Listen to this. He gives in the text, in this text, he gives us uh, five warnings. Number one, he talked about uh, under the, a godly leadership. In other words, first thing he's talking about is being under the leadership of Moses. Moses was a godly man. The Bible teaches us that. That Moses was a godly man. And so God said, listen, I have made it possible that men can be godly. How? Through the cave. <laughs> How do you do that, Jesus? Because Jesus uh, died on the cross, buried in the cave. And on Sunday morning, got up on the cave. Oh, look at Jesus. Now, now, y'all trying to make me get happy over here. I got to stop because I got I to say that I can't. There's no way I can finish all this. Jesus died. And then they put him in a cave, a barred tomb. Got up early Sunday morning. Look at it. Look at Jesus. Now, 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 the provocation. So, so there, there is, number one, he warned you, he said, listen, you got good leadership. Number two, uh, don't neglect the teaching of the word of God. Number three, don't doubt that God got you in his promise. Number four, the, the exhortation of the minister. Is to preach the gospel. Paul told Timothy to preach the word. Be answered in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exalt with all on suffering doctrine, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust, so that he themselves teaches having itching ears. That's what America is got. That's the world. Our world is getting to the point where everybody wants somebody to scratch their ear. We gotta preach the word. You warn them about unbelief. Notice now what he says in verse number 12. Say some time. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in the party, in the party, in the party from the living God. But notice what it says here. He says, but exalt one another daily. This is a daily fight, y'all. Whether it be is called today, let any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Sin deceives us. Then it goes and says, for we are made partakers of Christ. We are, listen, we are in protected custody in Christ. It doesn't matter. He says, uh, in verse number 15, while it is said today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the provocation or in the insurrection. Verse number 16 says, For some, when they had heard, 
did provoke Habib, not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. He said, I want you to know that everybody that came out of Egypt by Moses didn't make it to the promised land. You better hear this. Everybody should have made it to the promised land. But everybody didn't. Why? Because they left protected custody. They left protected custody. Notice in verse number 16. For some, when they had heard, did provoke how big not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. Verse number 17. But with whom was he grieved for the year? Who was God mad at? I don't know if God be mad at me. Y'all better hear this. Who was God mad at? Have you ever thought, God, man, you got God angry with you. Who was God mad at? Let me read it again. It said, but with whom was he grieved, angry with? Who was he uh, this angry wrath for 40 years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose conquerors fell in the wilderness? And who swore that he should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not? So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Woo! Now, let me say this. Let me, I got more homiletic. The last homiletic is that you're saved from the method of divine justice. We are saved from the method of divine justice. Oh, my goodness. Let me say it one more time. We are saved from the method of the Bible. Hebrews 10. Let's go, now we go to Hebrews 10, uh, verse number uh, 25. Hebrews 10 and 25. Let's back up to verse number yes, 25. For sitting not assembling yourselves together as the man of some is. Notice now, but exhorting one another, and so much then the more, as you see the day approaching, I mean, that, that's Sunday, notice in verse 26. Notice in verse 26. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. Notice what it says. But a certain fearful looking of judgment and fiery indignation, which is, which shall devour the adversary. Man, you don't want to fall. Listen, you better hear this. You, you really don't want to fall into the hand of an angry God, of a living God, the Bible says, which is angry. Now, the thing about it is, let me help you out. The thing about it is, it is more dangerous now, to fall out of the hand of God than to fall into the hand of God. If you fall into the hand of God, that means you under protected custody. Even though he's man, even though he's upset with us, even though he knows that, listen, when Jesus got up out of the grave, he, he, he set the captives free. And so that is the whole purpose of the resurrection. That's why we are baptized in the Christ. Woo! Good God Almighty. Now let me just 
told us up. Because I don't have time. On the next lesson, we'll look at uh, the cave of a doom. We'll look at the, now, I, I, what I want to look at, on the next lesson, we're going to look at the trouble don't last always. <laughs> yeah, uh, Steve, I hope you listen. I know you are. The next lesson is going to be trouble don't last always. When God told Noah to build an ark, he said, I'm going to give you an opportunity to build an ark. 120 years, Noah finished. But don't you know trouble didn't last always? After the rain, Noah, by favor with God, because God allowed him to live through the storm. But after the rain. And so we're going to learn that trouble don't last always. So when David was going through his trouble, y'all know the story, I, and I'll pick it up on, on next time, with they, all that David went through. But here we find him in the cave of Dula. And here in the cave, when David said, God, I want to know what you're going to do for me. <laughs> and that's where we're going to start on the next lesson. Trouble don't last always. Listen, to get in the body of Christ, you must hear the gospel. The gospel is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You must believe it with all that heart. You must confess and not, not only repent, you must confess, and then you must be baptized. Somebody, why got to be baptized? Listen, you better listen to this. If, if the children of Israel had to be baptized, they came out of Egypt, the Bible says, to water on both sides. And, and when you study uh, the book of Romans, talks about that. That, uh, that the water on both sides and the water on top was baptism for them. Everyone that came through was baptized. Now, uh, is everybody that comes through going to make it to the promised land? They made it to the promised land. But they got there, then they decided to abandon possibility. And for 40 years, only Joshua and Caleb made it to the promised land. Now, what the Bible says, Jesus said, didn't I? Not, he said, only a few is going to find the righteous way. Listen, I'm your speaker, Brother Clay Phillips. Listen, I am in protected custody. I'm in the body of Christ. And I'm not leaving for nobody. I don't care how bad church folks treat me. I don't know how bad I treat them. I don't know how bad, how things look in the church. But stay with the Lord. I'm your speaker, Brother Clay Phillips. Remember this? Keep it real. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show.
listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. Is your congregation in need of lending for a building or expansion project? 
As your partner and advocate, Diversified Financial Network will take the time to understand your unique situation and develop a financing solution that meets your specific needs. It's an exciting time for your congregation, and what you need is a company with expertise in church financing early in the process. Call us today at 1-866-513-6665 or visit us at www.diversifiedfinancegroup.com. This is the program reminder. Stevie B's Media Production presents. We're airing live shows here on Blog Talk Radio. The telephone number to the live show is 713-955-0508. Or you can go to the Blog Talk Radio website. Just type in Blog Talk Radio. Or you can type in the link www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash gospel light radio show. On Tuesday, we are airing a live show here. What a word in the Lord radio show. And we have two shows on the second and the fourth Tuesday of the month. The second Tuesday of the month, we have a guest speaker from the Brotherhood of the Churches of Christ who will be making their proclamation of the gospel of Christ. And during that show, we have the Community Corner segment. That segment is for small business owners and entrepreneurs who have products and services for our community. We also have three co-hosts on that show, Luke Gilbert. He's the evangelist for the Overbrook Park Church of Christ there in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And Isa Mullins, he serves the Church of Christ here in Cary, North Carolina. And on the fourth Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m., from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll be hosting a, uh, my co-host, Kelly Fletcher. She serves the Livingstone Church of Christ there in Indianapolis, Indiana. She has the Kelly Fletcher Show. And then on Thursday, we have the Gospel Light Radio Show. That airs from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and I have eight co-hosts on that show. We're making, we'll be presenting lessons from the Word of God, and each week I have two co-hosts on the air with me. We only had one speaker on the show tonight. And we'll also be taking a question from my social media platform on Facebook called Shout It Out. I'll be posing to one of my co-hosts on that live show. And then on Friday night, I'll be going to the live show, Stevie B, Acapella Gospel Music Blast. And that show will air from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. And on that show, I'm playing some of the world's greatest acapella gospel music artists, the sweet sounds of voices. And I'll be interviewing artists and producers and comedians, etc. on that broadcast. We'll also be debuting new music and featuring old music on that show as well. And every third Friday of the month, we'll be doing the Top 20 Countdown show. And on, we also have our uh, on-demand episodes. These are the various musical. These shows can be heard on the various musical platforms, wherever you're getting your favorite podcast from, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Apple, iTunes, YouTube, just to name a few. Also, have some recorded version shows. These shows were mostly album debuts that we did and the same playlist that was used on the live show here on Blog Talk Radio. We did. We used on that recorded version shows, and these recorded version shows can only be heard on iHeartRadio on Deezer, and also on Amazon Music. Just search for CBD recorded version shows. We want to thank all of our sponsors who are sponsoring these radio shows. If you want to be a sponsor, just contact my sponsorship manager, Michelle Marco from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Her telephone number is nine five four six eight seven four seven zero five. The three E's of CBD Media Production is the objective of this broadcast: we want to educate, we want to edify, we want to encourage you in the study of God's Word. And that will conclude our program announcements. You're listening to the Gospel Live Radio Show. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show. There is none like Him for me. For me. Give Him Jesus. My soul needs to save. Give Him grace. 
listening to the gospel light radio show ladies and gentlemen that is our show i want to thank you for tuning into our radio broadcast this evening we certainly appreciate those who've been following our radio show on blog talk radio as well as on social media also want to thank my co-host brother clay phillips for that fine lesson under protection under protective custody brother clay always does an outstanding job on this broadcast i am just so fortunate to be able to have a team that of faithful gospel preachers that we can rely on each week to bring us the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about because there are just so many people who 
uh, have access to these broadcasts through the internet. We just don't know who's listening to these shows. The show is on a global scale, that's for sure. And we certainly appreciate uh, Blog Talk Radio for putting us out there out front like they have on their website. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just so thrilled to be able to bring you a weekly broadcast. It's our prayer that the lesson that was given on this radio show tonight has been beneficial to your spiritual lives. And your relationship with the Lord has been strengthened because you're not only tuning in this radio broadcast, but you've given yourself over to a study of God's Word. I'm your host, Steve Butler. I want to say on behalf of all of my co-hosts here on the Gospel Light Radio Show, we really do appreciate your love and support for these radio programs. Good night, everybody. God bless you. You're listening to the Gospel Light Radio Show.